0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Prop, Drop and Roll. Before we get started, I would like to apologise for the delay in getting this episode out. Uh, I, went, I went to Cardiff to watch Wales vs New Zealand at the weekend. And upon getting home, I figured I should probably wait until my voice is a bit better to record. Because this is what my voice did sound like. And yes, I did think to pre-record that. So the semi-finals: Canada versus England, New Zealand versus France. A couple of great games, but you'd expect nothing less at this level of the competition, would you? Let's start with the Canada England game. The teams were seemingly well matched in the scrum. Uh, Canada, like straight out the gate, were showing good use of width. that was very good defence from the English side uh, England an, a huge maul off a line out to score which is it's just been a huge a huge play throughout the tournament and if they're smart New Zealand will look to counter that next week but we can talk about that more later uh, some questionable kicks from Canada in the first half you know, just sending up the other end hoping for the best nothing really coming for, uh, from it until England uh, show speed and power off the take with Abby Dow scoring not what I expect Canada were hoping for uh, there was a very nice snipe by Peltier. England chasing so she sends a grubber through it was weighted perfectly and a big chase from Paquin to score Canada tried their own mall off a line out but England stopped them dead and tried to push them back uh, picking goes from there the Red Roses defending well right up until Peltier sends it wide for Corrigan to score and DeGoody gets the conversion to equalise England were not messing around to respond quickly with a big carry from Emily Scarratt Scarratt nice and tactical with a penalty kick waiting for the clock so that canada have to wait until the second half the second half didn't start ideally for the red roses a few fumbles here and there and helena roland just seems to land awkwardly sustaining a leg injury and being taken off on a stretcher really not ideal for the red roses going into the final but I'm sure we've seen what the replacements can do in the back three and I think they've got the options to, to do something really good with it even if the starter is missing. Uh, Canada go on to start knocking on the door but again England just defending well with cocaine, sending them back uh, and unfortunately not winning the ball for the Red Roses. When they do turn the ball over, they send it wide. McDonald goes on a huge run from the try area. Some incredible footwork to beat three defenders uh, before passing to Dow. Some great pace from Dow. Page Farris does well to keep up, but Dow hands her off at the end and just scores easily. The play of the game for me. End-to-end stuff. Canada go on and try, uh, try England's move again with the Maul from the line-out, but too many infringements in them all. So uh, the English prop, Vicky, Condra, Czello, spend some time in the bin. Canada try and make the most of this player advantage. And Farries makes a nice break but England managed to cover. They're again within five metres and the pick and goes just, just working for them as uh Booka Boom scores. towards the end of the game uh Canada is just giving away soft penalties that you don't need to be giving up like that uh but presumably they're just they're just tired it's 70 minutes of some really intense rugby it it's almost understandable it's just not what you want if you're playing in that environment i suppose england were very, very happy with every opportunity they got. A good final play, the Maul Maul was running down the clock, kicked touch, and the Red Roses have earned their place in the final. Coes of practice would say that I'm supposed to remain impartial during this, but it'd be so good to see England win another World Cup. Canada have had a very good run this tournament, proving that they deserve to be where they are in the women's rugby world rankings. I feel like I haven't mentioned the final score uh, England beat Canada 19 26. Oh, pro- professionalism at its finest there. If I had already said it, forgive me. If I hadn't, there it is. Oh, I'm sorry. New Zealand, France. 25-24 to the Black Ferns. I have been proven wrong again. Unless we get a draw or another victory by one point in the finals or in the uh, third place decider. It's the closest result of the tournament. (laughs) France were looking for pick and goes to score early doors and not just taking a penalty and get the three-point lead it's what you want it's what you want early doors the French pack were looking very strong in the first half with Roman Menager getting the first try of the game and there was a huge dump tackle by Vernier on Ruby Tui almost questionable but f- fine I'm fine uh, 29 minutes before the Black Ferns get points on the board, but France gave away a penalty in front of the posts on the 22 line. Easy decision, just to take the tip kick, get the points on the board. The momentum stayed with the Black Ferns with Roos making quite a nice break. The ball goes wide. Tui shows off her footwork with a it was it was a, it was a good step. But gets hit with a dump tackle again. There were some big hits from the French side. Go to a scrum, five metres out. France give away a penalty. And Coxedge wastes no time. Tapping, getting the ball out wide for Flula to score in the corner. And Holmes did well to convert that one. The scores weren't level for long. Some big carries from the French forwards with Vernier crashing through the gap to score. Some overly keen defence from the Black Ferns at the start of the second half, but nothing that was sanctionable. And, you know, it shows that they're not wanting to give up an inch. Uh, A very good carry from Woodman lets the Black Ferns get the ball moving wide and a well-weighted grower from Holmes. Big chase from Ruby Toohey. And one of the closest calls... To get a try right on the dead ball line. You see Emily Boulard go to, or scramble to try and pick it up in the chase. But Tui just goes to kick, I guess. It bounces off her knee. Just, oh, this is why you play to the whistle, to the last moment. Because of things like that. After play resumed, there's a strong driving maul off a line-out from the Black Ferns. With Luke Connor peeling away, getting a few yards and a few phases later, Fitzpatrick's um, scores taking New Zealand into the lead. Great maul, great support, great try. There was a huge scrum for New Zealand, France turning and crumbling and giving the home side a penalty. A lovely break from Crystal Murray, good offload to Demand, getting stopped just short. Some great defence defence from France, but gave away a penalty, and New Zealand just extend the lead. France were well organised in a mall off the line-up, getting a good drive in before distributing, and Menager crashes over the line for her second. I'm going to talk about that hit. On Talmata by DA Now. High tackle. Uh, Neville looks at the. Replay for the TMO. Just says that it's. Uh, in the chest. Carries up. High tackle. Sends NDA off to the bin. Some great refereeing. I won't get into my. High tackles ramble on this one. Because. Chest is fine, should be lower but I'll I'll take it, it's just unfortunate that it slid up there was another big hit this time on Escudero from Fitzpatrick with the penalty going to New Zealand and I noticed France giving away a few penalties this game there was a great little steal from the French scrum half towards the end of the game but nothing came of it it was good width, but the New Zealand defence was too good with Talmasha making a massive tackle. problem was, it was exactly the same as in DA's shot on her. So she goes to the bin and France look to kick the penalty, but Drouin sends it wide. Play continues, run the clock down and out the ball goes. The Black Ferns are making it to the final of the World Cup in their home nation always a good thing to see and morale will be high next week next week god, it's it's here the final is upon us England, New Zealand the team that have won the World Cup the most times versus the team that have come runner up the most times <laughs> it's going to be a great game like we say like we say, like I say it's unfortunate with Roland being out, they're going to have to rejig the back line. A, a little bit, a fair amount, it, arguable. Because the, the the sub-options have been so good for England when they've come on. It's just seeing how they cope from the start. And New Zealand, I have loved watching this entire tournament. It, it's no surprise they've won the most World Cups when you watch them play especially this team Portia Woodman Stacey Flula, Ruby Tui and in the forwards you know, Amy Rule Roos either of the Bremners it's it's a good good side and we're in for a great game of rugby next weekend, this weekend oh god but Joe, what do you think? I hear you not asking. And I'm glad you haven't asked that because I genuinely don't know. I could not tell you who would who's going to win this World Cup. Either team is well deserved and that that's going to sound cliché as you like, but it really is. I don't know. I do not know. The bookies are saying England, but the odds are close. I want England to win because I'm English. But, I'm just going to have to say England. I reckon England are going to walk away World Cup winners. Oh, God. Oh, the nerves. Oh, no, I'm not even playing. Before I have a meltdown trying to figure out who's going to win, uh, I'm going to wrap up. Thank you for listening this week. Uh, I'd like to apologise again about the delay in it. and The sound of my voice is still not better. But it's as close to normal as it's going to get before the final. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show. Helps me out. And you can find me on Twitter at JJCmedia underscore. Or on Instagram at JJC.media This is going too quickly for my liking, but I cannot wait to watch the final. And I will see you to talk about that. Bye.